Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue that's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate. Happy Friday, fuckers. It's another Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I'm Nate, and this is my wife, Alexis. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. And this is episode number seven. Ooh. Yeah. And we have a new setup now. We do. So exciting. Yeah. So normally you have some type of interface like a mixer board or something where you can plug multiple microphones into it, (laughs) things like that. We did not have that. Um, So we were actually just going off two laptops. Like Alexis had my old laptop. Uh, I'm using um, the one that I currently use. And we each had our mics plugged into separate uh, laptops. And then we were recording both mm-hmm. um, on each laptop. And then I would have to line up the the audio perfectly just so it sounded like we were together. 
I mean, we were all together, but we are. But you you edit all the audio, and then that's you know two different audio streams that you have to edit. Yeah, super annoying, <laughs> time consuming. But now we do have a interface. We have a mixer board, thanks to the lovely Miss Nikki D. Woo! Yes, yeah, so thank you, Nikki. She sent. She actually sent her board uh, back to Georgia from California with Rachel, right. and then our friend Nate that was coming down to Mexico this past week. Another Nate. Yep. He uh, <laughs> he brought it down for us. So yes. it was uh, a little bit of a hassle, but thank you to everyone that made this happen because it makes thank my you. life so much easier. Yes. Thank you so much to the beautiful, beautiful Nikki D. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. We love you. <laughs> it has these fun sound effects. They're I don't know so what we're fun. gonna do with them. They have one. It's a male. It's like a guy, so it'll make you sound like a guy. Do you want to thank Nikki in a guy voice? Yeah, sure. Hey, Nikki D. Thank you so much. <laughs> it makes me sound crazy. Wow, Ooh. you're even deeper. Let's get it on. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm gonna butter your bread. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we should have some fun with those. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um but yeah, this past weekend like we said our our friends were in town and uh had a great time with them. Yeah, friends we, from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, and we uh we did 420 with them. I think we talked about that on Wednesday in the BS podcast with Brandon. We went to Shellha, had uh had some fun snorkeling, smoking, eating all uh, all the buffets and everything so we love shell huts unlimited everything like you're saying you know lim- unlimited food unlimited drinks even at breakfast whatever you want and then you just swim around with the fish all day you feel like the little mermaid yes or a leaf <laughs> if you mistake it for a fish oh yeah that's another story <laughs> um and then let's see what else happened we went to uh cozumel we went to the island we did. To had sh- to take them to cozumel mm-hmm. show them around the island and on the way back, somebody got stopped. Again. Again, at the uh, security there at the pier. So what happened, Lex? I I think either the drug dogs have it out for me, or they just know I'm an awesome dog mom. So maybe that's why they're coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they've uh, they've been having the drug dogs at the pier going from Playa del Carmen to Cozumel yeah. over to the island, and then vice versa on the way back. Uh, we saw them on the way there. We get it. It's just like the airport. You know, yeah. It's a port. It's a uh, and entry. We, we typically don't bring anything. If if we do bring something to the island, we might bring like a vape pen, like yeah. a THC pen That's or something. It. We know better not to. Yeah. To bring some uh, some flour. flour. Yeah, because <laughs> actually the other weekend we were there, my buddy, um, I can't remember how much he had. He didn't have very much. He just had like a little part. No, he had a couple joints, I think. And when we we got over to to Cozumel, he was like, "Yep, got stopped." And I was like, "Oh fuck, what happened?" And he said the dog just came right up to him, started hitting him in the the pocket. He just feels this like kind of tugging, turns around, and there they are. There's the policia, and Eek. yeah. Then he, uh, I think he had to pay like fifty bucks to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Can we Which take care of this now? That is a nice <laughs> thing about Mexico, even though the the police can be you know corrupt here and there. Not all of them, but yeah. some, some of them. We've uh, some nice ones. Yeah. Um, but that was the nice thing that that money gets you out of a lot of situations. Yeah, yeah. or it's just <laughs> I, it's a little bit easier. It's not even like give me a thousand dollars. It's like, hey, this ticket would probably be thirty five, fifty bucks. Just give it to me now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how can I take care of this right now? Yeah, I don't want to do that. So, so yeah, so we go go to Cosmel. Lovely day. Coming back, uh, we see they made like the exit a little more narrow than normal, and you see the police officers, the police see us there with the dogs and 
just like normal and we're all it's like cattle getting out of there in and out of there it's mm-hmm. so hard it's like so many people everybody's in a rush they want to get you know they're on vacation they get to where they're going so <clears throat> i'm just walking out like normal and we see the w- one police officer and had this huge beautiful lab goes after this girl she's like booking it out so we're like oh you know someone's in trouble <laughs> something <laughs> like that and we're like it's not us and we knew we were good so we're like just walk out and then uh the dog kind of like cuts past you right it kind of like wrapped around this other lady and then it came towards you yeah <laughs> and then i was like i'm good i don't got shit on me yeah then um so he goes towards you and then cuts right over to me for some reason and i'm already out of their line of view or i don't see them anymore in like my peripheral vision and the dog just like hits me in the back in the backpack, like right up under my backpack. So I turned around and police officers there like, you know, super, super Spanish wasn't even nothing English, which I don't expect. But I was like, I don't know what you're saying right now. And I'm kind of panicky. And <laughs> well, and that's also one of the I guess you would say white privilege. <laughs> it's one of the nice things about being a, a white person in in Mexico is you can play the dumb card yeah. and be like, just act like you're a tourist, you know, and just. But I really was. It, he was so quiet and. Oh yeah, and no, I. But we can, we we kind of we can play that confused. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Like that's what we did with the butterfly sanctuary when we brought Tiger in. Got it, it was, yeah, got busted there. Him. Yeah, like I knew what he was. I could I could understand him in Spanish saying on the radio about a dog in a backpack. Um, but when he was sa- he was speaking to us in Spanish and we were just like shaking our heads and smiling like I I don't know what. what? Hey, I'm new here. What's yeah. going on? I'm just here for a couple of days uh, <laughs> Hi, from nice. from Albuquerque. How's it going? <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can kind of do that. So that's kind of nice that they just kind of assume, you know. Oh, I'm the... sure you with your probably, uh, you know, marijuana leaf swim trunks and a 420 tank top, that might have, you know, pulled him aside. No, that's, I'm clearly <laughs> I am a tourist because who else would wear that shit anywhere else? <laughs> so, yeah. So he hits my bag says you know I, I can tell he's like come over here taking me back to the exit of where the ferry port is and I'm like no I do not want to be led somewhere else I don't you know I don't want to go makes me open my bag looks through my bag he keeps pointing to points on my like spots on my bag and the dog keeps jumping up and hitting it and so he's opening my my backpack I've had this backpack forever it's gone to Greece it's been to Egypt you know it's here it's a little gross. So mm. there could have been something on it. He's looking in my little pockets, smelling everything, looks everywhere. And he's like, okay, you're good to go. And he's just smiling at me the whole time. And I, I just like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're looking for. There's nothing. I'm like, there's, you know, there's nothing. Well, he was, he was looking in that pocket. He literally smelled it. And he said, it smells yeah, like I weed. Was, I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I smelled it. It smelled like, you know. A beach bag, like mildewy, kind of old, whatever. I don't think he was saying he smelled it. I think he was smelling it to yeah. see if he could smell it. Oh. I think he was saying the dog smelled it because yeah. that was the part that he like popped his nose on. Yeah, uh, but he could. He was looking in that. It was the front, you know, zipper pocket, which is yeah smaller, but he, he could see right in there. I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a little scary, that but scary. got away with it. <laughs> 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 so where was it exactly? Because uh, you just had a pen, right? Yeah, it was in a sneaky pocket. <laughs> oh, you're not even going to tell me. Like, nope. It was even, in the sneaky pocket. It's better if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. And yeah. It, it was just a tiny little pen, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. Yeah, but we had a good day. We were around the island as usual, just kind of went to some beach bars and the brewery. What did what beers did we get? 
Um, oh yeah, it was the one I did my chug on for last Friday. Yeah. Uh, it was the um, it was a sour, right? Yes. Was it Kusanberry? Yeah. Yeah. Five. Oh yeah. We thought five. it said fire. Yeah. We, no, no. We thought it said five in the hole. It's fire oh, in the fire hole. Fire in the hole. That's and, it. <laughs> and I think it was it's a habanero sour, and it was real spicy. Yeah. It was like prunes and habanero. Really weird, but we tried it. It was delicious. Yeah. They and make some really good beers. So we're at this one of the beach bars on the east side of the island where I've talked about it before. It's uninhabited. Basically, there's just a couple little beach bars and they don't take credit card. They don't have running water or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we started talking to this guy next to us. And I think, was he from Texas, he said? Yeah. 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 Um, so about our age. And so we're just kind of bullshitting with him. And yeah. he was a. Uh, Meet a lot of people that way. Yeah. He's Shoot a cool story. He, he works on an oil rig. Um, he's like different. a scientist on an oil rig and he's like, it's great. He was like, I work for two weeks straight, but he's like, then I got two weeks off so I can do shit like this. So he's just, he came down here and went scuba diving. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Probably gets paid really good money. But yeah. It's gotta oh, be a dangerous job. Oh, I'm sure. But then he was telling us, uh, that he, he, did he go to Atlanta? No. Did he live in Atlanta? I think he lived there or like family. Or oh, something no. Like you know that? what? Uh, I was wearing my Sweetwater Brewing hat. Yes. And he's like, oh, he's like Sweetwater. I know them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, actually, I was. This was it was. He was living in uh, Colorado. Is it Telluride? Tellerude? Tellerude. Tellerude. I don't know. Um, he was working at a bar there <laughs> and he meet, he meets this guy that had moved out there and bought a house and um, and just started bullshitting with him about whatever. And come to find out, it's Freddie, who is the uh, one of the original owners of Sweetwater Brewing. Oh wow! Yeah, which Small he's probably yeah, he's probably like a millionaire now, but because um, he, you know, I think they sold off the company to that weed. The God, what's it called? It was some weed company out of uh, Canada, I believe. Yeah, good um, for them. We're happy. For oh them. yeah, That's totally. Awesome. But yeah, just fucking small world. I mean, I'm not like personal friends with Freddie. I've hung out with him and talked to him a number of times, but just strange that, you know, we you meet met this dude on an island. Yeah. We meet a dude on an island from Texas that used to work in Colorado that knew somebody that we knew that owned a brewery in Atlanta. Yeah. Just like fucking small world. That happens a lot to us here. Mm-hmm. We meet a lot of people from, um, for some reason, when we go to Cozumel, it's a lot of people from Iowa. Yeah. Ohio, Indiana. We meet like a lot of, you know, Midwest. Well, even people. your friend Stephanie. Yeah. She's from Atlanta. She is from Atlanta, and we were neighbors in Alpharetta for years and didn't even know it, and then now neighbors again. Yeah. Didn't she, even know it. She lives across the street from us, and <laughs> we found out in, like, Alpharetta, Johns Creek area, she lived, like, a block from us yeah. for, you know, a couple of years when we lived up there. We were probably shopping at the same Publix. Yeah. No and idea. Doing the same puppy walks <laughs> and things, you know, so now we're neighbors, and we can... Wave to each other uh, from our rooftop pools. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> Such a small world. It really is. Um, but yeah, and then let's see what else. Oh, we actually, we went over the following day. We went back to Cozumel mm-hmm. and we did this thing. So great. some of our friends that are in the tourism industry down here, they sell tours and car rentals and stuff like that. Yeah, they, good people to know. Yeah, all for <laughs> sure. She messaged us and said, hey, like they're starting this new tour on uh, Cozumel. Do you guys want to come along? And experience it because they're having all the tour guy or the tour people try it out just so they can talk about it and sell it. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, if you want to bring your drone and you know your camera or something, don't mind doing a little video. You can come do this thing for free." And we're like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" Yeah. So it was what was it, La Patrona? I think it was the name of the the business or the company. Yes. But it's this little, um, I guess a ranch, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a ranch. It's a ra- like, ranch slash 
farm. Yeah, and it's out kind of in the middle of the island, like in the middle of nowhere in the yeah, island. Yeah, in the jungle. And it's, it's like the tour is going to be ATVs and horseback riding and stuff through the jungle. And um, and it was really cool. We got to do it really cool. uh, for free, basically. And they grilled for us afterwards. They made us some like carne asada Those tacos. Those tacos were amazing. Oh, I'm so still good. dreaming about them. Yeah, so. and a good taco. So we... We rode the ATV first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did the ATV first? Yeah. So fun. I don't. I can't remember. Actually, the last time I did ATV was on the beach in Cabo with Nikki, Nikki D, oh, yeah. for her birthday a couple of years ago. But this was even cooler. It wasn't like, you know, you see all the ATV tours down here. You're ripping through the jungle, and there's mud everywhere. And some of them might be like that, but I feel like it's kind of played up. But this one, you were. In the jungle, in a quarry, like no one was out there. You're just like flying wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was really fun. Got to go through some puddles and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I think those were cement puddles. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think it was just like mud. I think it was like cement or something. Oh yeah, it looked like it used to be a quarry or something yeah. like that. But <laughs> so it's pretty hard to get out. Yeah, and then we switch. Well, actually, I switch. I did the horse horseback riding. And then you just stayed on the ATV. I stayed on the ATVs with some of the girls. Some of them didn't want to. Do the horses for their own reasons. Yeah. And the the guy that like he's like a legit cowboy. He's from the state of Yucatan. Yeah. And um, just uh, was telling us about his life growing up, and he's a what's it called the the lasso? Yeah, thing. like the roping. Yeah, I don't know, know if there's like a name because it's like it's a lasso, but is there like a oh, name for the the act of lassoing? <laughs> is it is it just called lassoing, or is there like a lassoer? Yeah, <laughs> or is it called like roping or something? I don't know. Yeah, I'm a roper. Uh, but it was awesome. I got some good video of it. I'll post it up. Really cool people. Very cool. Like just to you know different backgrounds. The horses were gorgeous. The property was gorgeous. They were very hospitable and welcoming mm. and. It was a really fun day. We really didn't know what we knew what to expect, but we didn't know what to expect. Right. ATVs and horses, but there's so much more, you know, music and the roping and all the fun stuff. Yeah. So I guess if you're coming to the area and you're interested in doing this tour, uh, let me know and I can hook you up with these people because it it was a lot of fun. And they had, oh, my God, they had these little donkeys there. (gasps) Yeah, these little farm animals. Well, they had a donkey and then like a baby donkey. Yeah, a little Donkey Oh, my baby donkey. <laughs> What's donkey in Spanish? Burro. Oh, burro. Yeah, like burrito. 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 Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> was a little burro. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, there's probably not. Well, no. There is it a burro and a donkey different? Or a mule and a donkey is what I'm thinking. Or there's, those are the two different English ones, right? Oh, okay. So I think a mule is crossed between a horse and a and a donkey. Maybe, I think it's like yeah. a, it's a hybrid. <laughs> is that why I'm just kind of realizing... Because you know how we hear some people call Tiger Burrito, but we thought it was Perito. Mm-hmm. I think they're calling him like a little donkey, like a little burrito. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, because it's another way for them to say he's fat because they usually call him Gordo. I know, Gordito. <laughs> but I think they mean cute, like pleasantly yeah, plump. I don't think they're saying it like maliciously. Cause... And I would like to stick up for Tiger and say he lost weight. We went to the vet the other day and he was at 22 pounds and now he's at like 20 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's great. Yeah. We're working on it. But the donkeys, when we were uh, out there, we were just kind of petting them. And, and well, actually, no, we weren't petting them. We were going to pet them. Yeah. You put your hand out and you're like, I know they bite, but they're so cute. And you went to pet him and you're petting his nose and he yep, was fine. I did. And then you put your hand down by his mouth for some reason and he goes, yeah. and opens <laughs> it up and tries to bite your fingers. I wanted to touch his little whiskers. He had whiskies like Tiger. But yeah, he's a big chomper. So I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I just picture him. Uh, 
I, I was waiting for him to start talking like uh, the donkey on Shrek. Or yeah, something. he looked like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But uh, but a good day, good day. Um, but you were talking about Tiger Wayne last when we took him to the vet. Yeah, so we took him to get his teeth cleaned for the first time in like a year and a half. I know, I know. It's we we got- we were very religious with his, you know. Uh, cleanings and appointments and all his stuff it was much easier in the states but since he's been older we're just a little scared to do certain things well we had what is it banfield we had their insurance their like pet insurance yeah. at petco yeah so we got a free cleaning like once a year once and his checkups and everything X-rays. so we we're pretty good about it we got it done right before we came down here yeah. and they usually remind you like hey yeah and they usually like pull a tooth or you know a couple because he has you know tiger's a little pug if you don't know so he has little tiny baby teeth Tiny little p- pugs have weird teeth. He's actually, knock on wood, but he's ha- actually had really good luck with his teeth, even though he's had to have a couple pulled. But they grow like pugs, the breed naturally just have weird kind of teeth. They can have multiple in the same row and they'll grow on top of each other. And he has a couple like that that are a little weird if you can look in his mouth, but they're so tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But our friend's dog in Florida, Brick, right? Yeah, yeah, Rick Robinson. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, he got his teeth clean. He was what, six. He was six. A big, big, beefy Frenchie. Yeah, got went to well Utah. I don't really know the story. He went me. went in for you know regular teeth cleaning, dropped him off, and then um, my friend Sherry said that they called her and you know they wait a certain period before you can come pick up the dog because they need to make sure they come out of the anesthesia properly. And I guess he overheated and stopped breathing. That's what. She told me that they said so. He passed away after his uh, teeth cleaning. Yeah, so just kind of a simple procedure that you don't think much of. But now that you know Tiger is almost fourteen years old, we've been a little hesitant to get it done. I know you have been very hesitant. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we got to get his teeth cleaned. She's like, and understandably, you're you're concerned about you know something happening, which it very well could, and yeah. it, it his, concerned me too. But his you, breed, his age, he's a flat nose, you know. Yeah, but you can also get different sicknesses or whatever from not cleaning their teeth, right? They can get like gum disease or something and right. it can create other problems. It can affect his heart, his liver, just like us, you know, he could. So I was fighting to get his teeth cleaned, yes. even though I know there's a risk, but I thought it would be worse for him not to have any teeth. Because yeah. if you go too long, they fucking tear all their teeth out all his little teeth. and then they they can't eat food as well. And you get all that wet food. Right. Um. So we were very hesitant. And also, if you don't know, Tiger has collapsing trachea, um, which is a a thing with smaller breeds. And it's basically their... It's like the flat face breed. So like the Frenchies, the Pugs, stuff like that. Uh, With a like bronchial something or other breeds. It's their trachea. Yeah, trachea. Okay, so but it starts to narrow as they get older and they start coughing. And it's eventually what will probably kill him, uh, unfortunately. And yeah, and collapse. But... So right now he's for months and months he had this cough and we didn't really know what to do. We tried everything. We went to a bunch of different vets and really the only thing that worked is they put him on prednisone for like a week and it was like night and day. Like we were up every 15 minutes Uh, every night. We were crying like what? Like we just thought this is it. (laughs) The only way we we figured out how to get him to stop coughing is you have to hold him like pick him up and hold him upright so his. His chest is vertical, so I don't know if it opens it up or what to do, but yeah. he, he'll cough and then slowly start coughing less and less, and it slows, Helps and, then, him and then he goes. <sighs> yeah, you're like, oh, there and he, it is. And he breathes out. So we were doing that every 15 minutes all night. Yeah. Like, we were not getting any sleep, nope. whatever. So 
we found so when they prescribed him this prednisone, it's like a fucking miracle. Okay, like great. he stopped coughing, and he still coughs like maybe a couple times a day rather than every fifteen minutes. So we're like, this is a lifesaver. And so when we took it, and that's what this was like, maybe a month or two ago, I think we took him in to get his teeth cleaned finally. And, uh, and the, the vet says, Oh, you're, you're still giving him the prednisone. <laughs> we're like, yes, I, I don't know what else to do. We verified with other vets though. With yeah. our vet well, it's not, our... I mean, if you know anything about the medication, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to be on it long term. Uh, but, but at this can. point, I mean, it's. Yeah. I'd bet rather have him be comfortable. And the vet explained it can lead to liver and kidney issues, but he did just get tested, and his liver and kidneys are good. So, and if it's if it's helping his cough, and we're kind of keeping it to a minimum, I think that's his best solution. Because if we just stop the prednisone, which I don't want to give him any medication, if it was my choice, I don't want to give him anything really. Um, and we usually try like you know, more natural supplements and things for him first. And then we go to the medication, but, um, he, he would just rip a hole in his throat cause he just doesn't stop. It's like, you think he's coughing and maybe he'll clear it up or something like he just keeps going until you pick him up or kind of like help him out a little bit. So he, that would have, you know, hurt him yeah. way sooner than the other way. So if you have any, <laughs> if you have a dog with CT, um, and you have any other like tips or tricks or remedies, please let us know because yeah. we're really open to whatever. Um, just trying to figure it out. But he got his teeth clean. Oh, and this was the great thing. We were worried about. Um, so I guess with the tube that they put down their throat, oh, yeah. you can have, was it uh, silicone or plastic yeah. or something? They always say like ask for silicone. It's softer on there. And that since he has a throat problem, we've yeah. been very hesitant about bringing him in. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons we were worried about it. Like, when we went in, do. we asked him about it. And they don't even use that like here, like in the, the States, that's what they use the the plastic tube, I guess. And, and that's kind of why we thought his throat started itch or like hurting or coughing or whatever. Pretty sure that's what started it or made it. Well, I mean, obviously he has this disease. So yeah, maybe it just progressed it or something, whatever. But, um, they told us they, they use this new one and it has like this kind of like jelly thing on it and they put it at the back of his throat and it like shoots the gas down his throat to like put him, put him under. Yeah. So fuck yeah. Really weird. Yeah. So they did, I mean, a lot of people like to know how much things cost here. So usually when we take them to the vet, it's like 30 to 50 bucks depending on, yeah. you know, what they're doing or whatever. But this one, they, they did the, the teeth cleaning, the anesthesia, the blood work. X-ray. X-rays and medication, and I think it was about two fifty. Yeah. Um. So so not terrible, especially since we were paying for the pet insurance like eighty bucks a month. Yeah. Um. Saves and us quite a bit. Yeah. So saves some money not having to do that. So anyway, tiger's teeth are great. Yes. Thank you, yeah. animal, uh, animal <laughs> veterinarian. Mm-hmm. They were amazing. That's just they knew how panicked we were, and we've been there twice now or that may be the third time and they just always see it on our face like this is our baby please yes. and they're so sweet they're very nice very nice so doctors that was uh that was our last week or uh what we've been doing last week or yeah. weekend hold up wait a minute let's hear from our sponsors Winter is here, and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice, comfy place to call their home nothing better than a nice, warm attic or crawl space possibly yours Do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse? Squirrels are the number one issue 
with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com all right full disclosure yes rachel guy rachel the realtor guy is my wife on top of that she's one of the best realtors in atlanta uh, she's, well, not just Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker. So if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you. Um, this actually, we don't have any co- anybody coming in town for a couple weeks, so sorry to say it, but thank God, yes. we love seeing everybody. We miss our friends and family, and we love them coming, but we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> I get tired sometimes too. I enjoy doing it, but <laughs> I know you do. Uh, but yeah, it is nice to kind of be able to make our own decisions because a lot of times I'll make like kind of an itinerary for people coming in. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're doing these things on this day. It's like this weekend, we can do whatever we want. We yeah. can go to the beach, we can go to the pool, we can go to Cenote, we can. Go to the island, do whatever. So do it's open, open game. I'm pretty excited. All right, let's get to some listener questions. Cool. All right, the first one. This is from Andrew B. And he says, "Can you drink the water or eat the ice at restaurants in Mexico?" Good question. Good question. That is a common question. I think I've probably mentioned some of this maybe on the BS podcast yeah. or over the last year. Okay. Um, but so. There's the common misconception or the old wives tale or whatever it is about Montezuma's revenge and you can't drink the water in Mexico. You'll get diarrhea and, you know, whatever, bacteria infection, all this shit. (laughs) So at least in our city in Mexico, that is not really true. Yeah, not the case. um, All the water, uh, I think the water company is Aguacan. Um, I think that's what it is. But... Okay. They they filter all the water. So yeah. all the water that comes into every house, every hotel, restaurant, whatever, is all filtered. Um, so you will not get, like, diarrhea from drinking it. Right. Same thing with the ice. <laughs> Any ice that's at a restaurant or in a bag or whatever, it's all purified, okay, filtrated right. water. Um, they don't want to give you dirty ice. Why would they do that? No, that no? makes no Come sense. On. Like, it, it's just – and at this point, it's kind of common sense. You're staying at a resort – they're not going to like give you dirty ice or water or whatever and have you get sick and not come back there. It's, it's bad for business. Exactly. <laughs> it never hurts to ask. We used to, when we first started coming, you know, for vacation or our honeymoon or whatever, we asked because mm. they gave us glasses of water and we were yeah, like, Yeah, we didn't ah. know. And that's in my experience when I was coming down here in the early 2000s, late 90s, uh, you always had like water in your room, like water bottles and stuff. And that's what we do here. We have 
big jugs of water. But let me back up real quick. So um, <laughs> you could get sick if you are staying maybe in like an old house that is an Airbnb. So the issue is the water is filtrated and, and um, purified that's coming into your house. But if you or apartment or, or hotel or whatever, but if you live in an older house where the pipes are older and they maybe haven't been cleaned in quite quite a long time right. or they're just old pipes, they can get like plants or bacteria, or, you know, junk that's growing into the pipes yeah. and then your water's running through that. In that case, yes, there's I guess there's a chance that, that could happen. I've, I don't know anyone that lives in a super old house, uh, but that is a thing. Um, so getting the diarrhea and, and that stuff, you that's not going to be a problem here. The reason we do not drink our tap water and we we brush our teeth with it, we yeah. cook with it, shower, um, shower obviously, um, is because from what we understand, there are a ton of minerals in the water table here because yeah. um, the the bedrock is like limestone and some other things. It's very porous. There's not which I never really thought of. Somebody was like, yeah, there's not any rivers in in our area of Mexico. Yeah, I, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's true. Because they're underground river, the cenotes, the holes that you see in the ground, those are going into the underground rivers. So all the rivers run underground here, basically. That also picks up a lot of minerals in the water. So unless you were born here, and I guess your body is just acclimated to it, you can get kidney stones if you drink the water for an extended period of time. It's not like you drink it once and you're like, oh, there's a kidney stone. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, but at, for an extended period of time, apparently that can happen. You can get kidney stones just from all the minerals that would build up over time and your body's not processing. Yeah. Um, and Let's be clear. We're not promoting coming to Mexico and just drinking all the water because there probably are. I mean, like you said, there's older areas. There's different areas that might not have the same water processing, yeah. whatever. But Playa del Carmen, they do. Our building is a newer building, too. So the pipes should be OK. And Yeah. But I would still like if you're staying at the resort and they're giving you free bottles of water, drink drink the free bottles of water. But if you don't have any water and you woke up hungover and you just need a big gulp of water or a glass of water, you're going to be fine drinking out of the faucet. Just don't don't do it if you if you have other options, but um, it's not going to kill you or make you sick or anything like that. Typically, you know me, I'm a water snob. I wouldn't even drink it. That's probably what I was thinking of. Florida water. I don't drink Florida water. I don't drink the water here. I don't think I would even drink it in Atlanta much. We would a little bit. We had like a Brita yeah. filter there. I'm a faucet guy. I grew up in, in, well, I uh, love the in the Midwest. I know. Well, we did too. Like yeah. in Ohio, the water is so cold. It tastes so good. Yeah. Yeah. Florida definitely has the worst water. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but my mom's like a water snob. And she like, it smells like, it tastes like farts. Yeah. It stinks. It's sulfur. It's that sulfur. Yeah. Um, but you know, like we had our, our neighbor that used to live here. They, they took their dog to the vet and they've been here for years. They took their dog to the mm-hmm. vet. Always fed their dog tap water yeah. 36 kidney stones oh my god yeah so a small dog like tiger too i'm like why are you feeding her yeah. tap water well i mean yeah. you probably didn't think of, and a lot of people here are just like oh it's a dog true, but true. their dog didn't grow up here i guess or yeah. whatever so yeah. so yeah in general the water and the ice is fine um but you know if you have another option yeah drink bottled water if you can yeah. um and we like i was saying we have the the big jugs they call them uh garifones here which is basically like the Culligan water jugs yeah, and I think they're what are they like 20 liters five yeah. gallons uh, something like that yeah and they're like 25 pesos which is like a little over a dollar so we yeah. get like four of them at a time so we get like four bucks and the water lasts us for a month bottled water is cheaper here in Mexico 
bottled water is cheaper in Mexico than it is in the United States. And you can drink from the faucet in the United States. I mean, I guess local people might do that here too, but everyone survives on bottled water. That's all. There's delivery guys delivering water, you know, Mm -hmm. also it's all centered around that. So I just can't uh, understand why I'm glad it's cheaper here, but they need to lower it a little bit. All right. The next one is from Sheena K. And she says, what do you dislike the most about Mexico? Oh. What about you, like? Well, hmm. the first thing I would say is yeah, cash. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I hate cash. I hate having to carry it around. I hate having to go and get it out. Every time we get cash out, we have to, uh, you know, we pay a little bit of a fee for the exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody can take cash. Like if you go to the ATM, or I mean, they can take cash, but they don't like to make change. Change, yeah. So change is a big problem. You, here. Go, you go to the ATM. It's going to give you normally 500 peso bills, yeah. which 500 pesos is r- around 25, 26 bucks. Yeah. Um, and you, you go to the grocery store. <laughs> they can't break it. You go to like a restaurant or whatever. Well, it's, it's not that they can't break it. They don't want to. They want to hold on to their change for some reason. Yeah. They want to hang on to it because I think if they need change, they have to send somebody out to the bank and the bank's always have a line whenever the bank is open there's a line out the door of at least like 15 20 people and it's usually i guess because a lot of the locals here don't have atm cards yeah so they keep their money in the bank but they i don't know if they don't trust the atm card or what it is but they um they go to the bank like especially fridays and mondays those are the busiest days like you will be in line for an hour or two Um, see them all the time so that's the only thing i can understand is maybe why they don't like to make change um, just because then they got to send an employee out. They got to sit in the bank line forever. But I went to McDonald's. I got like, I got like a burrito, a breakfast burrito and like a sandwich. So it was like got a couple of things. It was in, in us. It was like two bucks. I think I gave them a, the equivalent of a 10. So it was two, about 200 pesos. They wouldn't break it. They no. said, do you have any? They were like, sorry, we can't do it. It's like, what the fuck? So <laughs> just having, or if you go to the grocery store, you have to tick, uh, tip the baggers, you know, just like five pesos or you something. You don't have to, but well, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. Cause I don't mind that. That's another thing. I can't remember if we've talked about before, but at the grocery store, the baggers are old, retired people. They're yeah. all just grandma and grandpas. Elderly. Yeah, the senior citizens. Yeah, and they... Yeah they don't make any money. It's yeah. it's just a volunteer job and they work off of tips. So Which is so cute and amazing. It's yeah. like getting them out there. They're not stuck at home, you know, they're talking to people and you can tell they love it. But you ha- you got and also plastic bags are illegal here. So you have to bring your own bags. So when you go to the grocery store, you got to bring your own bags. And then often I I don't remember to bring change because I'm not thinking about it cuz yeah. you, you can pay for card or pay for things with your card at the grocery store. So um, I just feel bad when I go to check out and I don't have any pay- like little pesos for for the, the old ladies and the old grandpas. I feel like these are more like um, inconveniences than dislikes. But yeah, well, the cash thing is a big thing. Yeah. So sure. at the at the core of it, the having to deal with cash so much, that's what really aggravates me, because there's a lot of times that you're kind of fucked yeah. where you got to get you got to go and buy things to get change and, yeah. and so on. So well, ca- I would, I would cash say um I would say sidewalks, and it's not everywhere in Mexico, but for some reason in Playa or mm-hmm. Quintana Roo, I don't know. Is it just Playa del Carmen? Yeah, it's just Playa. Sidewalks are jacked up, man. You're, I've twisted my ankle. You've had buddies break their arms, different things. You know, there's always someone. One of our group of friends, you hear somebody like broke something or fell. There's just like holes in the sidewalk and trees growing out of them and trash or something like that. 
and they have a lot of sidewalks. So I don't understand why, why are there trees growing in the middle of the sidewalk? Number one, (laughs) number two, like why, why do you even have them if we're just like putting stuff on them if they're for like storage almost or something. I think one of the differences at least here is, and I I don't know this for sure, but I feel like the businesses are responsible for their sidewalk rather than like the city government, Uh, you know, like the States. Um, Because every, like every block looks a little bit different. And so then it, you know, the playa used to be a fishing town and it's just exploded over the years. So a lot of things are kind of band-aid together. They didn't like, start off like okay let's make all the sidewalks look uniform right. or whatever and i'm sure the population grew faster than they could accommodate yeah so i <laughs> so there's some restaurants where the sidewalks just fucking jacked up in front of it and yeah. it's kind of annoying but that's usually not in the like the real touristy areas it's a little bit into like the local neighborhoods a little bit more yeah um but yeah that is super annoying that's you, my only grape mm-hmm. so far um and then the other thing two other things i think i i would say i dislike uh time schedules people i mean it's like if you ever bought weed before, it's drug dealer time. I mean, it's just like, we'll show up whenever the fuck we feel like it. So a lot of times if there's like a maintenance guy that's scheduled to come here to, excuse me, to do whatever kind of fix or whatever it is, they, there's no time frame. Yeah. Um, it won't be like, it'll be like, oh, he'll be there on Thursday, yeah. but then he might show up Saturday yeah. at, you know, 9 a.m. or uh, something. It's not like. some really bad ones and some. Like the guy that the, they got to fix our sliding glass door, our window had broke. This was like months ago. And they said they'd be here and we had to pay for it ahead of time. And they said he'd be here like on a certain day and he didn't show up for three days. Yeah. And just like, no call, no show, nothing. But then it's the same. The other thing, like when they are coming on that day, they don't they don't say when they're coming. Yeah. So it could be early in the morning, late at night. It's just whenever the fuck they feel like showing up. It's called Mexico time. Yeah. And everybody has it and they just don't care. And it's not even like they're like, I don't care about my job or I don't want to make money or I want to inconvenience you. It's just, hey, I was coming, but then there was traffic or I got talking to a, a neighbor I haven't seen in forever or I, you know, there's just always something. And a lot of our friends here say it's like, playa like Plato Carmen it just takes you where you where you know takes you wherever it wants it to so I, I don't know there's just always something going on I feel like that's why they're late. I just think they don't care because they have unlimited work there's always construction True. going on somewhere and so hey if, if I don't show up and this guy doesn't pay me that's fine I got 10 other people that need me to do something I will say too we're very lucky our maintenance guy is always on time yeah he's, he's super amazing. good um, nice. yeah so those are my <laughs> probably my two big like dislikes I guess yeah yeah. There's a lot more positives than negatives. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then let's see. That was a good question, Sheena. Uh, last one's from Tim C. And he says, how has it been meeting people there? Is it hard? Oh, good. Good question. Yeah, yeah. It's really not. This is um, a very cool area where it's, you know, it's like we've been honest about it. it's It's touristy. So yeah. there's a lot of people coming in and out of here. People mm-hmm. on vacation. People come from Europe that are going to stay for a month on on holiday. And um, there's people that come and move here for like six months and then then they go back to wherever they're from or, you know, move on to the next place. Um, It is very easy to meet people here. Yeah. Extremely easy. Uh, One, because if people are either on vacation or living here, if they're living here, they're very outgoing. Like you got to be a, a certain type of person to like pack up all your shit and move to another country. A lot of like-minded. Yeah, adventurous, yeah. outgoing, fun, you know, talkative people. So it's really not hard. You 
we meet people all the time just watching ti- or walking Tiger down the street. Yeah, walking the dog, going to get coffee, or anything. Like with other friends, going to meet friends. We meet other friends. There's always, and yeah. I'd say like it's a great age group around here too. There's 20s to 60s, but there's like a core, uh, like the like a bigger amount. I feel like of 20s and 30s here that kind of like mesh with yeah. our lifestyle. Well, and there's yeah, there's the nightlife here for the, those types of people, but then also like the older people. Yeah, there's tons of retired people. They're just tons. living off their pensions, and they're just foodies. They just they have groups, and they go around. These old people just go around to different restaurants and review them. They post them on this group. But that was another thing. Um, also, if you're not good at meeting people out. There's these Facebook groups for expats that people the Facebook ones are a little more question and answer. But then there's another kind of groups that are on WhatsApp. So WhatsApp, if you don't know, is it's a messaging app. It's kind of like a text messaging app, but it's everybody uses it outside the United States, like the whole fucking planet uses it. I can check into my flight on it. I can order food on it. It's just everybody talks on it because it's I think it's run off of data rather than cell service. So if you know you're coming in from another country and you don't have the cell service from here then um then it still works and you can yeah. still get a hold of people it's just like an international one you just have to have them saved in your phone as their country code first uh, but everybody uses it and there are these these meetup groups and there's just hundreds of people in them and people just all day post things that they're going to do and like it'll either be hey we got a van we're looking to go to a cenote anybody else want to go we're going to split it you know eight ways who who's in or, hey, we're going to go on the beach and do yoga at seven, you know, just show up and, you know, yeah. we'll be there. It's free. There's a group for everything. Yoga group, alcohol yeah. group, or, taco group. <laughs> or there'll be people that it's just like a, a single person. And they're like, yeah. hey, I just moved here by myself trying to meet people. I'm going to go have a drink at this bar. Anybody want to come along? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just fucking meet people at the bar. I don't know. It's weird. It's like some people I almost feel like are a little codependent. Like these groups are kind of crutches for people. I'm like. Y'all are outgoing people. Just go out and meet people. You don't need to organize these like 900 person dinners, you know, and but whatever. That's that's their uh, <laughs> their thing. <Yeah. laughs> so it's very easy to meet people here for sure. And you meet a lot of people like uh, a guy on an island that knows the owner of Sweetwater. Yeah, we, just, <laughs> we meet people from all over the place with different backgrounds. And I think that's the most exciting thing to like hear about, you know, just even uh, our friends that on the sailboat from the UK, like learning about uh, he was a retired firefighter and like how they do taxes there and all that and you know we've learned a lot of stuff from our Canadian friends mm-hmm. and um, just like all and over the you've place. met a a great group of girlfriends yeah and through this these meetup groups like you've been you go to the, some of the dinners and stuff sometimes and the get-togethers and the girl groups it and is stuff. a very international girl group some, yeah. everyone's from somewhere if you're a single guy apply is the place to be there are so many single female travelers like this is like the the female traveler spot or yeah. something i i think playa is going to be a women run city soon enough there's anytime i go out and walk tiger it's just all women every different shape and color and size just everywhere i won't see a guy for like a minute so and yeah. their whole building is almost women it's even the government are our mayor is a female. Oh, our our governor is a female. Um, yeah, it's a very like women centric area around here, at least. Yeah, it's very yeah. um very nice. But yeah, so super easy to meet people. Yeah, a lot of really easy to meet douchebags too. But um, but <laughs> you, they'll they'll hit kinda, on you on the street. <laughs> yeah, you kind of weed through them or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, guy guys will do that. The other the only other thing I would say, kind of combining the last two questions, is a dislike and then meeting people is. There can be a lot of flaky people. Yeah. Um, 
especially because there's so, the people meet a ton of people and it's hard to keep like a small group of friends. And also because the, a lot of people, it's very, it's a very transient city. Yeah. People coming in and out. And I'm here for a couple of weeks. I'm here for a month. I'm here for a few days. Uh, so it's kind of sad when you do meet a good group of friends. Yeah. A lot of times there's, there's some people that are constantly going to like goodbye dinners, like, cause yeah. they're, you know, they're traveling on to the next country yeah. or the next We've city. Had some good friends that have left, you know, we wish they could stay here forever, but they didn't. So, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, that's, you can meet tons of people here, but it's knowing what, um, you know, you have the luxury of knowing what quality of person you want to be friends with and you look for the same, you know, or, or, uh, maybe not the same type of person, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. Good, good quality people to be friends with. Yeah. Yeah. There's a variety so you can pick and choose. That's yeah. the greatest thing about moving, not just out of the country, but out of your hometown is you can pick your friends. It's not like yeah. you grew up in the vicinity of them. So you're automatically friends, even if you have nothing in common, it's like, there's people that we've became friends with and then realized they weren't the greatest friends yeah. or it was like a little one-sided. So then it's you can almost force. Like, yeah. So you can kind of like distance yourself and be like, Hey, you know, not my cup of tea. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to switch to these friends. We're not my cup of tea anymore. Yeah. We all grow and, and we totally change. But yeah, there's a <laughs> plenty of people to meet down here for sure. Yes. All right. So let's get to the Mexican slang of the day. You got, you ready, Lex? Woohoo! I'm ready. The Mexican Slang of the Day is brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high-quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. Don't forget to mention the BS and you get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, Lex, you ready for the word? Ready, ready. Today's word is... Cheeto. Cheeto. Oh, like a Cheeto? <laughs> Chips. No, or, or Cheetah. Yeah. Oh, or, or that too. Cheeto. Yeah, it's spelled C-H-I-D-O. Oh, okay. And uh, Mexicans love to wor- use the word Cheeto to describe something cool or something with like good vibes. So oh. it can be used with like people, um, situations, things, you know, things like that. I haven't heard that one yet. So you could use it like, Esta bien, Cheeto, ese regalo, gracias, güey. Which means that gift is really cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you can just say Chido. I like that. Chido. Yeah, Chido. Okay. I like it. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that's it for this week. Um, I'm sure we'll uh, have some great stories for next week of our relaxing weekend. I'm so excited. We'll There's s- no relaxing with you. You have, like, natural caffeine running through your blood or I'm something. I'm already planning a trip. I, I want to go somewhere. I want to go do something. As soon as you ask me, what do you... Uh, what do you want to do this weekend, babe? I'm like, oh, what are you scheming? What are you thinking of? What are you planning? I'm well, like, that's me testing the waters and trying to feel you out. The, how do I pitch this to her? Yeah, how adventurous Let's is do something feeling fun. today? <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, you got anything? Um, Always have a, a sneaky pocket in your bag. Oh, that's good advice. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. All right, well, thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week, and happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. Now, get out of here.